welcome to the rewatch party where we make the pasta for the nona. I'm I'm Zach Horowitz. What the fuck, Zach? Hey, I'm I'm making I'm making the pizza. This is so insensitive. Look, we we could have Italian listeners, and you're offending every single one of I, them. Uh, right I would now. like to apologize to the Italian listeners. Yeah, I I like that you're becoming a bit. Transylvanian as you do it. <laughs> hey, uh, hey I apologize hey, to the Italian, it's an Italian band, my children of the night. <laughs> <laughs> what so sweet music they make. Empire. Also, very rude of you both to not say your names at the beginning of the podcast. I'm, I'm just Mark the- Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. There we go. See, now we can start talking about Icaro and I can ditch this horrible accent. <laughs> Again, I would like to apologize to the Italian listeners. They made me do it. They held me. Mark and Harrison held me at gunpoint. And they were no, like, Zach, you "No, Zach. No, Tyler you made, made your you decisions." <laughs> That's true. Tyler not did to that. Throw but Tyler I can't under blame the bus. Tyler because he's. <laughs> I can't blame Tyler because he's not here to defend himself. He's just off in the shadows. Zach. Yeah. I can blame Tyler because he's not here to defend himself. I don't know what you're talking about. It's so much easier to blame things on people who aren't there to defend themselves. <laughs> You bring up a good point. We should start blaming uh, all of our failures on this podcast on other people. Um, Listen, Tyler, you're hearing this right now. So I'm saying if you were to, oh, I don't know, really pitch up Mark's voice and really pitch down Harrison's voice, they sound really funny for the rest of this episode, which it sounds like a lot of work. I don't think he's actually going to do it. But if he wanted to, if he felt a little silly. He said no, but just as insurance, I'm going to try to counteract it by going as low as possible. (laughs) Um, we must but, go low. Our oh, I thought he was going to pitch your voice down, Harrison's voice Harrison. Is just very low. Oh. Well, um. Hello! But you know what, Zach? You know what, Zach? You did make another good point, which is that we should talk about iCarly, because that's what we're here to do on this podcast. That's true. I did this silly little Italian bit, and you all had to tell me that I was offending Italian people, which we all know aren't real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is taking a weird turn. (laughs) So to... Don't exist, obviously. So to fully move on from this bit. Yes, yes. Uh... Carly is dating Wes, the guy from the previous episode, yeah. who was the car mechanic. They the actually car followed guy. up on it. It's great. Yeah. I fully had a moment where we were watching this episode and I was like, who is this guy? And I had to fully be reminded, oh yeah, it's the mechanic guy from the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> he fixes the cars. Guys, that's racist. <laughs> I I didn't do any like accent. I just said he fixes uh, the cars. It was implied. He fixed the, the car. He fixed Listen, B, the cars. Listen, if you're going to do it, you got to go all out. He fixed C the cars, fixed D the cars, fixed E the cars. Anyway, Carly wants to go out with him tomorrow. But guys, bad news. He has a thing tomorrow night with another woman. Oh, no. Dinner with his Nona. Oh. Why does he phrase yeah. it that way? Why don't do you, you phrase start that? off? <laughs> don't you phrase it that way anytime you <laughs> tell your dates about your dinners with your grandmothers? Or is that why my last three girlfriends left me? <laughs> I have a hot, intimate night going on. Um, my mom <laughs> is going to be so pumped. 
you know, I got a hot intimate night going on with another man. I'm finally seeing my dad after all these years. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. But yes, all joking aside, yes, Harrison, that's probably why your girlfriends keep leaving you. Yeah. You need mm. to understand uh, connotations and mm. context. Mm. Um, when you say that, they probably think you're either one cheating on them or two that you want to fuck your grandma at Sunday night dinner with your Nona. Well, you know, my, my love with, with my Nona, uh, knows no bounds. I'm not afraid of expressing that I love spending intimate time with my grandmother. And if they can't understand that, then <laughs> yeah, you hear that women of the world, there's only one girl in Harrison's life and it's his Nona. <laughs> so back off. <laughs> Yes, well, I'm sure my grandmother will very much appreciate that. Uh, but uh, Carly uh, uses this as an opportunity to. Well, Carly asks if she can go and Wes does not think they're there yet. Yeah, and she is upset by that, but then offers to make the Sunday dinner herself, which, which is, is a great idea that could yeah. not possibly go wrong. Yeah, which <laughs> By the way, is a big step in and of itself. I don't know how that's the solution. One, it's a bad yeah. idea in general. They establish one second earlier in the scene that Carly does not know how to cook. Yeah. But also, like, if she said, oh, well, maybe I could come to dinner. And he said, oh, I don't think we're there for that. I don't know if the next response is, well, then maybe I could make you dinner. <laughs> And put rat poisoning in the dinner. Like, that's when, <laughs> that's when I get concerned. Yeah, because that's how Italian cooking works. <laughs> Zach, you've got to you stop with your vendetta your against Italian people <laughs> in this worry. episode. Don't worry, it's not poisonous. It says rat poison, not human poison. Everyone knows that uh, rat poisoning gives that little extra spice to Italian cooking. Yeah, everyone knows that rat poison can't kill you because it's not human poison. <laughs> of course. All I'm going to say about this is, yes. um, Zach, you're never cooking for me ever again. Why? Is it because of the rat poison? <laughs> yes, it's because of the rat poison. What did you think I was going to say? Oh, no, I don't like your use of saffron. I think you put it in too many <laughs> hey, things. Hey, my use of saffron is exquisite. Thank That's you what I'm much. saying. Your use of saffron is, is exquisite. I, your I use of rat poison, the on rat the other poison. hand, is very, very poor. <laughs> Oh, so you're saying I should use more rat poison. No, I'm saying it's very poor in how you use it, meaning using it at all. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? I think you're wrong. I, you know, if you want to, if you want to leave your food unseasoned with rat poison, <laughs> by all look, means. Look, I know you went through years of culinary school. Yes. But rat poison does not belong in a marinara hey, sauce. I will tell you right now, Gordon Ramsay himself tried by rat poison food and he loved it. And I, I couldn't really hear much because he was in the hospital and couldn't really talk. But like he had like kind of a weird like crooked smile on his face. Man, so he, ate, he was like happy. He ate so much he fell right into a food coma. Exactly. That then turned out to be is. a regular coma. Yeah. I think what Mark is trying to express is that you shouldn't be using it in the marinara sauce like he just said. You should be using oh. it in the gelato after dinner, Zach. Everybody knows that. Oh, you're right. You know, I thought I was being like this, you know, making this like new innovation in the world of food mm -hmm. by putting it in the marinara. But I never thought about the gelato. So, 
Yeah, that's Aren't the traditional use of, of rat poison. Traditional Indian use of Italian traditional food. rat poison gelato. Yeah. So Carly asks if yeah. Wes if she can cook Sunday dinner for Wes, and Wes accepts for some reason. Yeah, I, I don't know why he changed his mind, but I guess he just felt bad. Th- that's that. my thing. That's <laughs> yeah. my thing. It's that. <laughs> in so what bad. way is her cooking him dinner not an equal or larger step than yeah. her coming to dinner? Yeah, it's not great, but mm-hmm. she is committed to this plan. Yep, and we go to titles from there. Yeah. Our wonderful titles. Yeah. And when we come back, <laughs> you want to talk some more about titles, Zach? No, I'm just saying they're good. Yeah, yeah. They are good. So, we move on from that to... Yep. She asks... Yeah, right. she goes to Spencer and asks if she can host the dinner in his apartment. Because mm-hmm. it's nicer. Yeah. And guys, Spencer and Maeve, who are still living together, are being sickeningly sweet. Yeah, but also While very saying the worst aggressive. Things. Yes. Yeah, it's the smean phase that Carly tries yeah. to define in a very Seinfeldian way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, you do think like George Costanza is gonna gonna slide in and be like. It's mean. What's mean? She's like, you know, it's when you say when you say mean things, but you smile to it. And he's like, it's mean. Yeah, it's mean. And then Jerry she Seinfeld mean, comes Jerry. in. Jerry Seinfeld comes in. And he's like, what's the deal with being mean to each other? <laughs> you either be nice I was or you Im- be mean. I don't know. You got You gotta put the smile on. Why you gotta be mean that? about <laughs> it? <laughs> and then, and then Kramer comes in. and He's like, oh, she can't be mean. You can't. You can't be mean. Kramer comes in. He's like, oh, you can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't be mean. Mm. Can't be a smeaner. Can't be a smeaner. Yeah. Elaine um, comes in like he's a real smeaner. You can't yeah. do that, Jerry. So yeah, it's the smean phase. <laughs> yeah, Spencer's Tyler being Spencer typed... and Maeve are being real smeanies to each other. <laughs> Damn mm. it! <laughs> Tyler just typed that in the chat. No, I was gonna move yeah, on, it's... but then he had to add that. Yeah, it's so Tyler good. Added, he, yeah. Right at the end, that last punch of smeany. Smeany's very good. I, I'm gonna start using that in my daily lexicon. She's smean, um, Jerry. <laughs> So, yeah, this mean phase is not going well. Yep, um, and Carly points that out to Spencer that they've skipped right past the honeymoon phase to the smean phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this same time, Harper is designing a new look for Double Dutch. Yeah. Oh boy, our favorite, our favorite character, character, Double Dutch. Double Dutch. Can't you tell how excited we are that she's back? Yay. I just, you can tell we really dislike a character where at the first mention, separately, we all make jokes about, aren't we all happy that Double Dutch is here? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, she's just so much and she's not very funny. <laughs> There's no like anchor to it. She's just, yeah. she's, I mean, I understand the joke is she's a weird, famous influencer musician. So she's eccentric. But weird is not a character trait. No. You want her to be just like flat entitled or like incredibly into like rich people things to the point that she doesn't understand poor people. And there's some of that going on, but mostly it's just Double Dutch is here and she's being real weird. And she's butting herself into situations yep. for yeah. some reason. Double Dutch's like entire thing is like she's weird and always like requires all of the attention is on double dutch at every moment of the day i want her to be some kind of combination of jenna maroney and lucille bluth (laughs) yes 
but instead she's just kind of weird. Yeah. And she sings when she enters rooms. And I, they, this does lead to one great ongoing joke in the episode that uh, Harper is pretending that she is yes. her own assistant uh, yep. over the phone. She pretends that she is a British intern or something. Mrs. Uh, Pennyfeather? Mrs. Like Featherbottom or Feather Pants or something Mrs. like that. Mrs. Featherbottom is from Arrested Development. Uh, yeah. That's why I think, I think it's, it's uh, Pennyfeather. It's Pennyfeathers. Pennyfeather. Yeah. Gotcha. Mrs. Pennyfeather, I'll get hot before you in a moment, love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of energy. It's great. Yeah. I do like. <laughs> I'm a little bit psychic. It's a Fraser <laughs> joke coming from Tyler. <laughs> Again, they, they got to throw one Fraser reference in. Yeah. Or will die. Yeah. <laughs> I once went one night without making a reference to Frasier and I literally fell into a coma. It was that same night that I ate at your house, Zach. You cooked that one meal yeah. uh, with the marinara sauce that had like a weird taste to saffron? it. With the, the saffron, saffron and the rat poison and somewhere between like the saffron and the rat poison and not making a reference to Frasier, uh, I fell into a coma. There must have been like something in the water that I was boiling the pasta yeah. with. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to remember. It was yeah. two years ago. I woke up like a year ago. Um, <laughs> one could say you stole a year of my life, but. Some would say that. Others would say you did that to yourself by not making a Fraser joke. <laughs> well, obviously, I think you died. Yeah, you diagnosed the right problem. Uh, yeah. You've made sure to make a Fraser Fraser joke every day since then. So you yeah. otherwise I, I, I didn't make year. one. I heard the blues a calling, and I decided to. Ne- Whoa, that's, that's <laughs> two know. in one episode. Yeah, so I'm double protected against comas. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Gotta get vaccinated yeah. against your comas by making <laughs> Fraser jokes. <laughs> if your Fraser joke lasts for longer than four hours, please consult a doctor. <laughs> Um, but also important in this scene, Carly's talking to Harper about how she's been on nine dates with Wes and they haven't defined the relationship yet. That's what she really wants out of this meal. She wants them to define their relationship and she wants Wes to say she's his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And just at this moment, Freddie comes in to give Carly his Barracuda boardroom pitch for a new <laughs> app. Totally not a ripoff of any existing successful TV show <laughs> involving entrepreneurs pitching their new products to a, a group of successful business people, one of which may or may not be Mark Cuban. <laughs> I I have no idea why I'm so okay with all of the fake brands from previous Nickelodeon shows, but they consistently bug me in this one. Is it because you're an adult I mean, now? I don't think it's because I'm an adult now. I think it's maybe because the show is more adult now. Oh, okay. That's possible. It feels like it's trying to be for grownups. It's trying to be more in the friend zone than the Nickelodeon zone. Mm. And yet we still have Barracuda Boardroom. Barracuda Boardroom is also not a great spinoff name for Shark Tank. No, that's a terrible name. And and like Shark Tank is an American remake of a british show called dragon's den right yeah yeah so like there are other things you could have done but like barracuda boardroom like okay dragons have a den sharks have a tank 
Barracudas do not have boardrooms. You could have done like the fucking I don't know the fucking bear cave. I was Bears, about to say Zach, the bear Zach, cave. There you I was go. about there to say go. bear cave. <laughs> I'm a bit psychic, Mark. <laughs> Zach's a little bit psychic. Uh, yes, correct. Bear cave is it. We nailed it. The bear in- cave. There you go. That's infinitely it. better than barracuda boardroom. It is. It's great. Way better. Or hang on one second. Barracuda bear cave. <laughs> Bear, 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 bear cave. <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, is that actually a I'm thing? So, t- Tyler sent us something that's okay. uh, kind of messing us up. <laughs> I, yeah. T- Tyler sent us the bear cave is a podcast hosted by two hairy gay men, though. <laughs> Tyler's being a little naughty this episode. Yeah. If it's not real, that is a great name for a podcast hosted by two hairy gay men. It's time to enter the bear cave. <laughs> anyway, Freddy's app that he pitches in his Barracuda boardroom style pitch. Sorry, it's the bear cave now. Sorry, his bear cave style pitch mm-hmm. is an app to make cooking easier. Yeah. Very I, convenient. I guess I I'm, I feel like this already exists. I, I do feel like this already exists, but let me tell you why. Because in practice, it seems to be that the app tells you like when things are ready and how long to put things in. And I think what that is called is a recipe. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. This is just a cookbook. It's just like a timer and a recipe. Yeah. And, and, and you already have a timer on your phone. Yeah. You don't need the app yeah. to be your timer. Yeah. It's a bad app, is what we're saying. Yeah, it's it's a, bad. It's, it's just like, a recipe with a timer on it. Yeah, and so, wait, hold on. Here's my other question. Do you have to input the recipe into the app as well? Because, like, how's it going to know? Right. He says you have to, you, like, match, you do, he, I think he does say, Tyler cut me stumbling over all my words for the, no, a leave second. No, <laughs> Zach, as a gift to you on this, your birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> Happy birthday to T- me, I Tyler, guess. leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie does say, like, you find the app, you up... Freddie does say, you find <laughs> the recipe, you upload it to the app, and everything. So you already have the recipe. So what's the and point you, of the app? <laughs> like, it's a bad <laughs> app. Um... <sighs> So, like, you have it written down somewhere, I'd assume. And yeah. you also have a timer on your phone. Exactly. So, yeah. so what's the point? Why? Yeah. Exactly. But Carly thinks it's a great idea. We cut to the next scene where she's cooking their meal. It's a pasta. She calls it a pasta turducken. It uses, like, rigatoni and ziti and... Yeah, it's Something like else. a raviolo, I believe. It's a raviolo, is what she Is that a real it. dish? I uh, doubt I, it. Tyler, can you look that Google up and tell away. us in the chat? <laughs> uh, here I go. You two go on for a bit. But so she's cooking, and Harper's complaining because Double Dutch has not loved any of her designs. Mm. And Carly's like, well, why don't you just, like, tell her what you think? And Harper says, I can't do that. She'll fire me. Thus, setting up Harper's arc for this episode. Yes. And anytime she makes a mistake, she just blames it on Penny, uh, Mrs. Penny Feathers, which is, once again, hilarious. Love Harper in this episode. Okay. So, okay, here's what my Googling has turned up. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, while ravioli is like a bunch of smaller like pasta thing, like you mm-hmm. know, with stuff inside of it. I, n- I understand what a ravioli is. Yes. Yes. A raviolo is instead one giant ravioli instead of a bunch so of small real. raviolis. Okay, but that's not what she described. But that's not what yeah. Carly makes. <laughs> no, yeah. it is. I mean, you can see in the episode when it happens is that it is a big ravioli, but... Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I did... What was it? At one point, Nona refers to it as a raviolo. Like, she's familiar with the term raviolo. Yeah. So do you think Carly was making some weird bullshit and Nona <laughs> thought she was making a real dish? Maybe. Just Maybe. one giant ravioli. Yeah. Another detail that I liked, Freddie bribed Millicent to be nice to Carly so Carly could focus on the cooking and thus testing his app. Yes, I love it. I, I liked it. that a lot. I mm-hmm. truly we were not we did not like Millicent for a number of episodes, but Millicent has she's, like come around. I like yeah, Millicent. Yeah, we've come around on Millicent. Yeah. Yeah. She she's great now. Um also important, Spencer bought a book called How to Stay in the Honeymoon Phase. I I don't think the goal is to stay in the honeymoon phase. I think the goal is to safely transition out of it. <laughs> you can't remain in the honeymoon phase forever. But why not? <laughs> because it isn't a healthy mindset. I don't know. Why <laughs> shouldn't you expect some things to go wrong sometimes? But why would you want things to go wrong when everything can go right all the time? <laughs> I mean, you bring up a good point. You know, like maybe you make... You, you make a dish, you put in a little bit of salt, a little bit of saffron, a little dash of rat poison, and everyone's okay. That's how you save your marriage. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I follow all the logic there, but I don't think I care to. Uh, what were you going to say, Mark? Oh, I was just going to say that, like, well, I think the honeymoon phase is more characterized by an attitude of everything being lovely. It typically comes before anything bad has happened. But I do think you could make an argument that being in a situation where you're just like desperately into your partner and you two are very happy together is a good thing to prolong. I just think, you know, I know the connotation is it's unrealistic, but yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. That's fair. But also, Spencer opens up the book immediately, and the first line he reads is, at some point in every relationship, the honeymoon phase comes to an end. And he shuts it and says, the author of this book is a liar. (laughs) Wes brings Nona in. Wes arrives with Nona. Uh, Nona calls Carly a stunner. Looks like Nona loves Carly. Everything's going to be okay. Wes leaves the room. Who could guess what's going to happen? Maybe Nona's going to be mean all of a sudden. Uh, And then Nona literally says to Carly, I don't like you. (laughs) Very direct from Nona. I know they say that uh, it takes seven seconds for someone to form an opinion of you. But like, wow, (laughs) that's extreme. Yeah, Nona's mean. Nona said maybe seven words. Yeah. Nona's um, mean. Mm-hmm. She's a mean old lady. I also think it's like, I mean, you know, person is nice and then like, or especially like significant others, parent or grandmother or something is nice. And then significant other leaves the room and they're very mean yeah. or they don't like you is a common trope in sitcoms. They did it in Cheers. 
with Fraser Crane and Diane Chambers. Oh. And Fraser's mother literally threatens to murder Diane. That's <laughs> our Fraser. So this actually has some Fraser parallels. This has some Fraser parallels. I did it. That's number three. Number Frasier three for the Fraser references. Fraser a day keeps the death away. Although, although uh, Tyler, tell me if it counts that it's a reference to Fraser when he was on Cheers and not Fraser from Fraser. Ooh, Can we get like a ding if it counts and like a, a buzzer sound if it doesn't? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> They're all in the uh, Cheers Cinematic Ty- Universe. Okay, yeah, yeah, Tyler says it does count. They're all in the CCU, the Cheers Cinematic Universe, the which Crane I believe includes Cinematic Wings Universe. as well. Yeah. The Crane Cinematic The Crane Universe. Cinematic Universe, of course. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's Cheers, the Tortellis, Frasier, and Wings, unless we're going the whole Tommy Westfall route in which it's like most of TV. Tell me what you think. I didn't even know that those were all in the cheer, the Crane Cinematic Universe. <laughs> I, I believe Frasier and some other yeah. characters show up on Wings. Anyway, iCarly, um, uh, Millicent tries to be cute in front of Nona, and Nona does not like Millicent. No. Nope. So that happens. Seems like she and just Millicent like takes anybody. this as a challenge, basically. That's her subplot in this episode. It's Millicent like she needs to make this like old this. woman like her. <laughs> yep. Yeah, anyway, Carly needs to put the raviolo in, but the garlic bread is baking at a different temperature. Luckily, Freddie tells us that this confusion was not the problem from <laughs> of the app. It wasn't an issue with the app. It was a user error. So, so like, good for Freddie, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. What was the error? Like... Did she Carly just follow the recipe up. the wrong way? Like, Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing. Isn't the app supposed to help Carly be cooking well? Yeah. Like, what, yeah. what happened? It's not like <laughs> they she... They don't explain what she did wrong. It's not like it's a calculator and she entered in the wrong figures and got the wrong result. The app is supposed to be helping her cooking and it's failing at that. <laughs> anyway, Wes offers to help and Carly says no. Because she's an idiot. Why is Harley being such an idiot in this episode? <laughs> I know she's nervous, but like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's... I know she wants to impress Wes, but I think if it's going to turn out bad, it's not going to impress him or his Nona. Mm-hmm. Spencer and Maeve are passive-aggressive again, and Carly tells them to quit it because she doesn't want any fights at her dinner party for Nona. Right, of course. And then... The moment we've been waiting for... Double Dutch enters. Uh, Yeah, she's singing as well. I hate that... I hate Uh, that... It feels very mean that, you know, when Dave Coulier enters Fuller House, we go... Oh no! Yep. When Double Dutch enters, we just go. Uh, yeah. uh, her again. <laughs> I don't think the the uh is not worse than the or is not better than the oh no. I think it's arguably worse. I just want to say that that's not us liking Double Dutch more. That is, oh god, yeah, I can't take I, I a moment it's, it's of this meaner. character. That's the that's my yeah. problem with it. It's oh, meaner. I thought you said you thought we were being mean to Dave Coulier. Oh no, no, I mean to Double Dutch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dave Coulier is a na- is a Canadian national treasure. Yeah. I because I'd argue that <laughs> Uncle Joey and Dave Coulier do not deserve our hate, 
but Double that's Dutch true. does. That's Double why Dutch deserves all. That's <laughs> why I thought you were saying we were being mean to Dave Collier and no. or Uncle Joey. No, I just like I just I like mean, trying I to find the good. In the things. Dave Coulier thing <laughs> mm. was an instinctual reaction yeah. from Harrison. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I do not feel bad about the reaction at all. <laughs> 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 Anytime that man enters a room, you know there's trouble. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. But yeah, um, Harper tells Carly, "Oh, Double Dutch has to come here," and Carly's like, "All right, but just keep it inconspicuous." Then Double Dutch enters singing. Yep. Pretty inconspicuous, if you tell me. Yep. yep. Real inconspicuous. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You know that Double Dutch. You know that Double Dutch. You know what else? It's not the only disaster happening because the garlic bread catches on fire. <laughs> of course. Hey, who's cooking this meal? Spencer? <laughs> <laughs> They are Shays. I guess they both. They, just they are. Both yeah, became I was, crappy they are cookers. related. So I guess yeah. pyromania runs in the family. <laughs> I just want to tell you, Zach. I loved that joke. I Thank thought you. that was great. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> it is. It is my actual birthday. Maybe. <laughs> uh, Double Dutch wants her outfit, and Harper tells her, "Well, Mrs. Pennyfeathers is on her way with it." But the smell of burnt, charred garlic bread is making Double Dutch hungry. So Double Dutch, like, invites herself over for dinner. Uh, you know what it is about Double Dutch? I, I think does. I just had a bit of a revelation. <laughs> yeah. What? She's like Britta from Community because she's the worst, <laughs> but only the writers are not trying to make her the worst. <laughs> I'd argue she's very I, different from Britta. Yeah, the I only way she's, she's the same is that Britta. you can say they're the worst. Yeah, that's entirely what I'm getting at. <laughs> I just mean that they're annoying in very different ways, and also yeah. Britta's is very endearing, and the joke is she's annoying yes. to all the other characters. Yeah. No, I know that's your what you're saying. I'm just saying I don't. Other than literally the phrase, they're the worst. They're the I don't worst. know if the connection is that strong. You know what, well, Mark? You, you gotta keep, look for these. You keep, these you keep pushing back on my genius. You know, first it's the overuse of the rat poison in my cooking. Now it's the Brita thing. I know, and I know, Zach. I'm it so sorry to do, <laughs> to do it on your birthday. <laughs> 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 Well, what if it was Double Dutch's birthday too, Zach? You can't use that as an excuse for everything. Hmm. Double Dutch is a fictional character. She yeah, Double Dutch feelings. is a fictional character. This is Zach's real, actual <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Double Dutch is a fictional character. They don't have birthdays. <laughs> I do also, I think we maybe didn't spend enough time on it. The dinner's ruined, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah she over. burned like, one she of the dishes. Up. She burned she the garlic up. bread. Double and Dutch I know now there's other food. herself over yeah. for dinner as I well. I did find it weird. It cuts from her saying, oh no, the garlic bread is on fire to like commercial break. And then it cuts back and she says, okay, dinner's done. As mm. if that was, <laughs> as if. Yeah. The, well, there's also the whole thing where like Double Dutch has invited herself over for dinner because the smell of burnt burnt. I almost said of burnt garlic bread, but no, burnt garlic bread, uh-huh, uh, is making her real hungry. Don't know why it would. 
I but, well, it's because you know, Double Dutch like is weird. Invite herself over, but there's one real problem: is like she doesn't really do pasta, so she's just gonna have like whatever the other thing is. Yeah, she says the chefs. She'll have the chefs alternate meal. Yeah, <laughs> but I just want to. And look, you can have a dinner where you mess up one dish, but the other dishes are there, and you can have a good, nice time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. That's often played with in sitcoms where, like, they burned the turkey, but they came together in the end. Mm -hmm. But if her whole goal was to pull off the perfect dinner party and she burnt one of the dishes, I think she should be more upset about that is all. Yeah. Instead, it's like you said, Harrison, she just kind of moves on immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And also, she, you know, she's moving on to other things. I mean, she pulls out the raviolo. And it is pulsating. It's pulsating. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's like a live like, human heart inside fuck? of that thing. It's like that freaky scene from the movie Eraserhead where there's like a chicken that they cut into and it just starts like moving as if it's alive. It's, it's pulsating. Like, what the fuck it is made, up with this pasta? It made me very uncomfortable, here's, I gotta say. Here's my thing. When you're cooking like pasta, especially like a cal- like a calzone or something, which is not pasta, but... Something that's enclosed like that. You can have like air bubbles and gases like pushing up when you're putting when you're heating up cheese like that. That is not what that is, though. But But it's just going too much and too long. It is. It it looks like it is moving like it has a mind of its own. You see, her problem What I'm realizing her problem is she didn't put enough rat poison in the ravi in the raviolo because there is clearly a a live rat inside of that. There's no rat poison in raviolo. We've been over this anyway. But very clearly there is a live rat inside of that thing. That is the only explanation (laughs) for why it is pulsating so much. You know what? We're, maybe we're giving Carly too much criticism because Nona sees the raviolo and she immediately says, oh, the pulsation like she loves the yeah. fact that it's pulsating yeah so maybe to maybe to italians a pulsating raviolo is the perfect way to have a sunday yeah. dinner yeah i mean you know no shade to italians but i don't know something that is moving on its plate is not exactly <laughs> very appetizing yeah. uh. no again i can see like air bubbles or gases or whatever yeah. i can see a pulsating raviolo being an enticing raviolo but this is not an enticing raviolo. No. This looks like it wants to escape the plate. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's not an enticing raviolo, and on top of that, it is also pulsating. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everyone's now really yep. excited. Oh, also, we should say that Carly took it out because the app said she was done, and then oh. she fully doesn't check to see if it's actually done or anything. Yeah. So also, Freddy fucked this up for her. Yeah, they also yeah. never explain why it's pulsating. I assume it's just an unnatural act of God. Um, yeah, wait, they never do explain why it's yeah, pulsating. It, I say God, actually. I, I mean <sighs> Satan. Uh, Satan is in yeah. the raviolo. Anyway, Nona starts eating it because she's very enticed by this pulsating raviolo. She starts making noises like she can't breathe. Carly goes, she's choking. And starts to perform the Heimlich maneuver. But guys, guess what? <laughs> Nona wasn't choking. She was just trying to spit out some uncooked sausage. I'd also like to point out, Carly forgot step one of the Heimlich maneuver, which is walk up to the person and ask, are you choking? 
Zach, there was no which, time. Like, people, like, which, like, people joke about that all the time, but, like, that would have worked in this context, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> I, Zach, I like how stringent you are with the rules of the Heimlich maneuver. Yes. But you fully if put you're... rat poison in your food. Listen. <laughs> The rat poison gives it Zach, a little bit of Zach, we can't litigate this anymore. I just wanted to put that out there. You've said your piece, and I okay. respect it. I don't agree with it, but I respect it. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Nona has a broken rib. Freddy has a broken app. Carly is the queen of good decisions. Carly has a broken relationship. Carly has a broken relationship. <laughs> uh, Wes takes Nona over to Carly's to allow her to rest for a bit. Mm-hmm. They're sort of like... Then there's a scene where they're sort of hanging out. Spencer says they should go to Outback at the same time as that Maeve says they should go to Chili's. They are not getting along. Um, And uh, Double Dutch has a dog that lives in her purse. Uh, I'm realizing looking at my notes, nothing significant happened in that scene. What's very important is that it is a female dog named Kevin. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, Because Freddie goes, what's his name? And she goes, her name is Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I think is kind of funny, but still for me falls too much under double Dutch is weird. Oh, what crazy thing is she going to do next? Carly goes over to what crazy thing is she going to do next? By she, I assume you mean Carly. Carly yes. goes over to her apartment to apologize <laughs> to Nona while she sleeps. And it's very sweet because Wes comes in unbeknownst to Carly and overhears her talking about how much she cares about him. It's very good. But then Carly feels Nona's hand and it feels cold and clammy. So she jumps on top of Nona and starts performing CPR. Guess what? Nona's fine. This is the second time this night that's happened. What is wrong with Carly? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, Even if you're going to like really overreact. trying to save Nona's life, despite yeah. the fact that Nona is not in yeah. any mortal danger yeah. whatsoever. She doesn't even check her pulse. Yeah, I was going like, to say. Have she, you never yeah. felt a cold hand before? She doesn't <laughs> check her pulse. And even if you're going to do the big overreaction, that would be annoying. She doesn't like shake Nona or like slap her face and go like, Nona, are you OK? Wake up. Wake up, damn she you. She just immediately goes to, I know, CPR. <laughs> <laughs> This this is played for like a one-off joke in the first episode of Arrested Development where Tobias tries to give CPR yeah. to a sleeping man. It's like, literally Carly a throwaway Carly. line to explain why he lost his medical license. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Carly in this episode. She stepped to Tobias levels. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you never wanna be at you Tobias levels. To Tobias Funke's level. <laughs> no. Um but <laughs> On the other side of the plot, Harper brings in an outfit for Double Dutch, who does not like it. It's her Grease Lightning outfit. Um, And Double Dutch doesn't like Grease. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Harper tells her she better put some respect on Olivia Newton-John's name. Yeah, of course. But Harper tells Double Dutch why it's good. She makes her case, makes her argument, and she's able, and Double Dutch gets into it. Yeah. She's able to convince Double Dutch and Harper tells her or Double Dutch is like, why didn't you share your opinion before? And Harper goes, I was afraid you would fire me. And Double Dutch says, well, I think you should be a little less afraid now. 
Mm. Only slightly, though. Only slightly. Um. Anyways, uh, I know what you're all thinking. What the heck is going on with Spencer and Maeve? I was wondering that. Please tell us. They're on their uh, Titanic set from a couple of episodes ago. Remember when Mm -hmm. they were reenacting Titanic? Yeah. And I think Maeve does have a line that I liked a lot where she's like, this is where I go come to to think. And they have a conversation (laughs) where Maeve says, I mean, did we move too fast? And Spencer says, well, according to everybody we know, yes. Um, (laughs) uh, And they agree that they need some space. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, the Spencer and Maeve, I guess they broke up. I guess so. Yeah. It's really Seems sad. It's like a quick conclusion to jump to. I yeah. would say maybe move out. Yeah, move out. Don't first. live together yeah. a day after meeting. <laughs> I don't see why they have to stop dating, but like, yeah, yeah why are they living together? <laughs> Absolutely. That was, I thought she was going to move out and they were going to continue to date. But no, it no, seems it was... like they're breaking up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I guess that's just the law of fiction in long-running TV shows that anytime a guest character enters the plot, they can only date a protagonist for two episodes tops before they break up. <laughs> so Wes that. is just gone next so episode, much. right? He's just gone. <laughs> <laughs> I fully expected that to happen. <laughs> so I, did I not fully expected that to happen either. last episode. Mm. Honestly, I think sometimes the... Uh, these kind of significant others do stick around for a while. I mean, sometimes but, they yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it when that happens, but yeah. like sometimes it just doesn't happen that way. No, yeah, no, a lot true. of the times it doesn't. That's true. But Wes goes to head out and Carly tells him, oh, you were right. I guess we weren't ready for this. And Wes is like, no, I, Carly, I don't know if you realize this, but my Nona's pretty mean. I told her to be <laughs> on her best behavior, but... She doesn't like any of the girls I date. Yeah, I, we, we figured something like this would happen. Yeah. Uh, I do yeah. like it as a reveal. I thought it was well executed. Yeah, 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 I thought it was pretty good. There's a fun little thing where Wes is like, you know, my last girlfriend would have just let her choke. And Carly's yeah. like, wait, does that mean I'm your girlfriend now? And Wes is like, well, does this answer your question? And then he gives her a little smooch. And then Carly's yeah. like, no, that yeah. didn't answer my question. <laughs> and so he gives her he another gives her little smooch. Well, he gives smooch. her a bigger smooch. A bigger yeah. smooch. Yeah. I do also want to say in regard to the my Nona's pretty mean, I did really like it in this case because they did sort of make it into a joke. I know I said it like more forcefully, yeah. but the way he does it in the show is he says, like, you probably didn't notice because I asked her to be on her best behavior. But my Nona can be kind of a, a pill. Like <laughs> he fully didn't think she knew that Nona yeah. was mean, yeah. um, which I loved that. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. Yeah, he loves his grandma so much. <laughs> yeah. He's a Nona's boy. He's an he's a Nona's boy, and he's a Nona's boy, and Carly's his girlfriend. Yay! Hooray! Yay. He's a no, he's a Nona's boy, but he may also be a sad boy. Boom! Transition. <laughs> sad boy Zach, of the week, Zach, baby. Zach, yeah, Zach, 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 it's not the Zach, end of the episode. Zach, 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 there's one more. Scene. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing so well. <laughs> Uh, they're they're all i don't know how you forgot because they're all eating spaghetti tacos oh yes uh spencer gets really into uh uh double dutch's dog uh he says he wants to build a boat for the dog in the same way that he built a a boat for mave but i just thought it was funny that he's like i'll build a boat for you 
Um, and that gives Freddy the idea of an app to connect people to therapy dogs. Yeah. Yay! And, and, and he holds up Kevin like yeah. circle of lifestyle, yeah. like how they hold up Simba. Yeah. Also important to note, I'm pretty sure this is like the first time they introduce spaghetti tacos, yeah. and it is episode twelve. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if we're forgetting a scene where they eat them in like the first episode. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. but even if that was true, this would be only the second time. Yeah. They've really yeah. shown a decent amount of restraint with this yeah. show. It hasn't been as uh, panderous as uh, Fuller House, you know, a show we hold near and dear to our yeah. hearts, but is very panderous. Yeah, yeah. very pandery. <laughs> uh, sad boy of the week. I don't have a fun transition this time. I used it up earlier. Uh, Zach, do you want, you know, as my birthday present to you? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I'll give you this one. Yeah, there, there sure are a lot of boys this episode. <laughs> oh, really? A whole lot of boys. Yeah. Because I saw some sad boys. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. I did it again. Oh, my God. I'm so good. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm the mean, best at transitions. It's my motherfucking birthday. Maybe. I, I don't know. I think pretty much everyone is a little sad in this episode. Yeah. There's a lot of sadness. Carly's pretty sad. Uh... First being told by her maybe boyfriend that he doesn't think they're ready for her to meet his Nona for dinner. Then taking the wild move of volunteering to cook dinner. When she doesn't know how to cook. When she doesn't know how to cook. She utterly fails at making garlic bread and raviolo. Making a pulsating blob. She makes her maybe boyfriend's grandmother choke on uncooked sausage. Mm. And she tries to give unnecessary extreme medical help to a woman twice. How does that happen twice? How do you yeah. not keep yourself in check the second time? Exactly. I had a nickname <laughs> every time I gave unneeded un medical assistance to an old lady. I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it's happened twice. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I really like that Harper blames all of her mistakes <laughs> on a fictional assistant who is yeah. presumably an old British woman. Also, I don't think we mentioned it, but like Harper went through several other like rejected outfits yeah. that she like pitched to Double Dutch and she was like, ew, no, this isn't what you're presenting to me, right? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. what? No, this isn't it. This is the joke outfit. Yeah. Spencer and Maeve are great because they're just so sad about their relationship. They're um, very mean, and they're, they're very, they're very mean. mean to each There's other. There's also Freddy who yeah. designs an app that already exists. Like that's yeah. just a recipe <laughs> and a timer. Yeah. Things that yeah. already exist yeah. and exist in most people's kitchens already. Yeah. And he can't even do that, right? Yeah. So here's my thing. I think in part, like... Harper's sad stuff in this was the funniest to me. Mm, I do. But think I think Carly the had the most. That's a, yeah. So it's that classic cross quality yeah. or quantity. Yeah. Personally, I think I'm going to go Harper. I liked Carly in this episode, yeah. but like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I, so I might much. vote yeah, Harper. I, I don't think she has a win yet. I She was very yeah. entertaining to me in this episode. I was also going to vote Harper. I think your explanation mark your like rundown of yeah. her case was 
was what really convinced me because I was fully expecting to vote Carly. Mm. But I think now that I hear it all like in front of me again, yeah, it's Harper. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna go Harper. It's, it's Harper, Harper, and Corollary. <laughs> Mrs. Pennyfeather. Yes, yeah, put Mrs. that at, like it's like an asterisk on yeah. the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, I think that is going to be it for another episode of Rewatch Party. Make sure to rate, review, like, comment, and subscribe. All that fun podcast stuff. And if you like what you just listened to, we're on social media as well. You can like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fullest House Pod. Once again, I'm Zach Horowitz. I'm Mark Green. And I'm Harrison Bloom. And until next time, keep rewatching and put some goddamn respect on Olivia Newton-John's name. <laughs>